a lot of people know that they need to make changes to their health. A lot of people want to make changes to their health, but what happens is they just get overwhelmed before they even get started. Today, we're talking about six simple steps to start your keto journey. And if you stick around until the end, I'll throw in a bonus tip. First and foremost, the thing I think that you should do is to lower your carbs. That probably doesn't surprise many of you, but if that's the only step you take, I think that you'll feel and see benefits from that. Most Americans eat and drink way too many carbs way too often. So if you can just decrease the amount of carbs that you're eating, I think you'll find success and it will help you gain momentum so that you can maybe take further steps. Lowering carbs, even that can be confusing. What are the good carbs? What are the bad carbs? Where do I start? We've got you there too. We've created a cheat sheet. It's our list of seven deadly carbs that if you just look for those carbs and eliminate or at least reduce your consumption of those particular carbs, we know that you'll see success. We know that you'll feel success. If you're interested in that, you can just go to the description, find a link, you give us your email address, and we'll be sure to send that cheat sheet right over to you. Want a simple way to cut carbs without complicated meal prep? Grab our free Fast Start to Keto kit today. Just use the link in the description. The second thing that we want you to do after you've started lowering your carbs, we want you to focus on hydration. Now I know you're like, hey, Rebecca, I wanna get into the macros. I wanna get into the nitty gritty. Show me the good stuff. Water is the good stuff. And most of us don't drink nearly enough of it. Most Americans are chronically dehydrated and we don't even know it. In fact, we've done several episodes on our YouTube channel focusing on hydration because it's just that important. So if you're someone that gets muscle crampings or headaches, you generally feel fatigued, you might just be dehydrated. So. Focusing on hydration is our second tip. Now, as a subset of that, you may also need to look into supplementing with your electrolytes. What happens when you sweat or you urinate, you're losing water in your body that needs to be replenished. But along with that sweat or the urine, it's not just water that you're excreting, you are losing some of your salts and minerals. So you may find that it's necessary or advisable to just replenish those electrolytes as well. So that's just something that you can think about and look into. Number three, Increasing healthy fats. Now there's a reason this is three, because if you increase your fat content without doing that first step, lowering your carbs, that is a recipe for gaining weight. And most people do not ask me, hey, Rebecca, I'd like to put on some weight. Can you help me? After you've reduced your carbs, you're focusing on your hydration, then your focus is going to be on increasing your healthy fats. There are some fats that are good for you and some fats that are bad for you. So you need to make sure that you're consuming the right ones and it's important to make sure you gradually increase the amount of fat that's in your diet. Because if you try to do too much too soon, you might be spending a lot of time in the bathroom. So too much too soon, it can cause some GI distress. Most of us have done a low fat, no fat diet for a long time because we were under the misapprehension that eating fat made us fat. So our bodies have gone maybe years or decades without a lot of fat content. Your body knows what to do with it, but it might take a little while to kind of get back into the swing of things. So don't put your body into a state of stress by overloading with fat. Give your body time to acclimate, but by increasing fat, you're gonna do several things. One, your brain loves fat, so that's awesome. It's an awesome way to feed and protect your brain. Fat is also very flavorful. In the low fat craze movement, they were taking fat out of all the foods that we ate and to replace that flavor, they're putting a lot of artificial ingredients in there, a lot of extra sugars. So fat is very tasty, it's very satisfying. And so by incorporating fat back into your diet, you're going to be enjoying things like bacon, avocados, butter. It's gonna be great, it's gonna be a lot of fun, and it's gonna keep you feeling full longer. It is slow burning, meaning it will provide you energy and hunger satiety for a long time. 
if you are, like I used to be, a carbaholic, you were always hungry. Even when you were finishing up a meal or a snack, you were already thinking about what you were going to eat next. That's because carbs burn very quickly and they leave you wanting more, craving more. But when you eat fat, it's going to keep you full and satisfied so that when everybody else is headed to the vending machine or getting a snack out of the fridge, you can be like, no, I'm good. I feel good. Can you imagine not being ruled by hunger all the time? It's pretty great. That's going to help you not eat as often, not snack as much, not be consumed by thoughts of food. So lots of great benefits by increasing the amount of healthy fat in your diet. The fourth thing I'm going to encourage you to do, actually, I'd probably put this as number one on my list, but I don't want to seem like I'm trying to sell you something. Ketones. Ketones will give you the benefit of the keto diet, regardless of what you're eating. So to me, this is a great way to start. It's a way to try out what does it feel like to be in ketosis? I'll tell you what it feels like. You're going to have great mood. You're going to have great energy, great focus, great appetite control. You're going to lose your cravings for the carbs and sugar. It's phenomenal. So if I were trying to make a lifestyle change and there was a drink that could give me those benefits, would I be more or less likely to choose better options when I'm eating? Would I be more or less likely to exercise? This is a tool that helps you stay compliant. So instead of relying on my daily willpower to not eat all the starches and sugars, to make myself go to the gym and exercise. I can drink something that gives me great energy, great focus, and it's controlling my appetite. So I'm not as likely to reach for the starches and sugar. I'm not as likely to snack. So to me, this is compliance in a glass. The fifth thing that I suggest that you do is lowering your stress. Now I can almost hear your comments. Wait a minute, Rebecca. I want you to tell me what to eat, when to eat, how much to eat. What does stress have to do with anything? Oh, let me tell you, keto sisters and a few keto misses, stress has so much to do with it. We live almost in a constant state of high stress. That is so damaging to our body, not to mention our emotional state. It wreaks havoc. It can raise your blood pressure. It can cause GI disturbances. There's even evidence that chronic elevated stress levels can lead to more serious conditions or at least contribute to them. So managing your stress is key, regardless of what kind of diet that you follow or whether you even follow any diet. Even if you just eat anything you want, managing your stress is crucial for your health. When you're chronically stressed, cortisol is raised and that almost trains your body to store fat. That is not something that we want. Stress can be a natural thing. It's a good thing to be under a little bit of a deadline because it makes you get things done. But when your stress is elevated and it stays elevated, that's when it's so devastating to your body. So getting stress under control is key for your health and wellness. Some of the things that you can do to control your stress getting good sleep. We've done several episodes on our YouTube channel about the importance of good quality sleep. And another thing that's key for managing your stress is to make sure you're in a community of people who can encourage you on your path toward better. I'm going to recommend the keto sisters, of course, but it might be a little bit biased. But if you're trying to make and maintain lifestyle changes, it just makes sense. Now, that's not to say that we recommend a one-size-fits-all approach because we don't. We all are in the pursuit of better. And here at Keto Sisters, we're trying to provide you with information, tips, tricks, and strategies. We help you find a path that's right for you. So even though my path might look a little bit different than someone else's, someone might focus a little bit more on fasting. Someone else might focus more on their macros and meal prepping. Somebody else might exercise more. Somebody might drink ketones. Somebody might not. So the path itself is flexible, but it's so crucial that you are surrounded by people who are pursuing better and who can support and encourage you on that path, especially if you don't have support at home. It's really important to get connected to a group like the Keto Sisters who can support and encourage you and push you, help hold you accountable 
as you're pursuing better. And when you're surrounded by that community, that helps you manage your stress, right? We have different groups. We have a group for fasting. We have a group for people that drink ketones. We have a group for people that maybe are just exploring or learning what a keto or, or low carb lifestyle looks like. We have a group for experienced keto people, our keto confident group for people who are committed to a keto lifestyle. So we have a lot of resources here to help you find your path and to help you stay on it. Okay, my sixth tip for you is to move your body. Now I know you're gonna say, Rebecca, you're a gym instructor. And again, I'm a little bit biased, but I don't think that you have to join the gym to move your body. But I do think it's important that you move your body on a daily basis. It can be something as simple as walking after a meal or meeting a friend for tennis, joining a bowling league, finding something that you enjoy doing. Maybe it's gardening, maybe it's cleaning your house. Hey, if that's your happy spot, you also have a spot at my house, you can come clean it. I'll do that for you. Finding a way that you enjoy moving your body so that you do it consistently. For me, a gym membership is key because I'm either teaching a class or taking a class at a certain time. That keeps me on track. It makes sure that I put that in my day and I reserve that spot in my day. Otherwise, if I just kind of left it up to chance, a lot of days it wouldn't happen. Make it a priority to move your body every day. All right, for those of you that have stayed with me to the end, I promised you an extra bonus tip. If you've done those other six things in order, this next step is going to naturally follow if you make it intentional. The seventh tip is to listen to your body. In fact, this is something that I learned when my children were very young. The pediatrician told us, some days your kids are going to want to eat a lot. Some days they aren't. But kids are pretty good at knowing when they need to eat and when they don't. So just within reason, let your kid's body be their guide. Well, somewhere along the way, I forgot that. And I got into the habit of eating when everybody else ate, of eating when the clock said it was time for a meal, of eating out of habit because I always had a 2.30 in the afternoon snack. So as you're doing these other six steps, you're gonna find that you're not hungry as often. And so it's really important to not eat out of habit or not eat because of peer pressure. So just because everybody else in your office is going to lunch, if you're not hungry, you may not need lunch. Just because everybody else around you is having a snack after dinner, as you're watching television, or maybe in the afternoon, listen to your body. If you're not hungry, don't eat the snack. Really be intentional on listening to your body, eating when you're hungry, and not eating when you're not. Thanks for checking in, and I'll see you next week. Hey, quick question. Have you taken our 21-day real-life keto challenge yet? We've helped thousands create a healthier, happier lifestyle, and we'd love to help you find your real-life keto fit. We'll give you all the info, tools, and support you need to be successful. Join us now for Fun Keto Serious Results.